0: I'm Noah, and I'm Ben, and you're listening to Product Journey. Hey Ben, what is up?
1: Good morning, Noah. <laughs> How are you doing, man?
0: <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit tired um, right now. Um, we're in the middle of transitioning our our baby. Uh, who's uh, three and a half months now from basically waking up um, once in the night to eat to trying to get him to not wake up at all. So he'll sleep hopefully throughout the whole night. So basically what that means for me is whenever he does wake up, instead of my wife going and getting him, I have to go kind of get him and get him to go back to sleep without really, you know, I can't really do much to help him (laughs) other than just kind of hold him for a little bit. I put him back (laughs) down and then hopefully he goes to sleep and, and he's been doing it pretty well but he does seem to still like wake up once and then i just kind of have to put him back um but because i'm a little bit tired because <laughs> i had to get up in the middle of the night um but it's not too bad really uh just one time um yeah that's fun yeah it s- sounds like a lot of fun man <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're are your wizards still making you get up in the middle of the night M- my what lizards or iguanas i forget (laughs) all the geckos no they i
1: mean they oh geckos whoops they they were never the problem but we we do have two cats and if they decide to jump on your bed in the middle of the night that's like like i'm you know like i'm awake then like literally awake and in shock and (laughs) kind of want to kill them (laughs) in shock (laughs) yeah
0: so yeah uh, are you doing, so you, you know, you were sick a couple of weeks ago. Are you
1: feeling a lot better? I am feeling a lot better. I actually listened to our last episode because I thought I was very down.
0: <laughs> it wasn't that bad, actually. Um. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, we're talking about how I sold uh, my business. And I feel like we were like sounding down the whole time. It's like, <laughs> what is up with this? But yeah, I, I listened to it. And uh yeah it didn't seem we seem to be normal, I think yeah, but I
1: think it, I think it's just because we recorded, and as soon as we switched off like the energy dropped as well again <laughs> because we yeah. i think we were both on a little bit of a low point there, but i I definitely found found the spirits again and um do, doing a little bit better feeling a little bit better um <laughs> that's good, yeah, so uh should we nice. should we do some updates? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I think this episode we're going to run and in, jump into some updates, and then we're going to kind of have a topic about buying or building a SaaS or like how do you start or which one should you do? So, just I don't know, something interesting we've been ta- thinking about a little bit. uh So, yeah, let's go into updates. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure.
1: um So, I released Tiny Lock today, just this morning. I just uh, Maybe I did it like oh. Tuesday, but I didn't really talk about it. But now it's kind of out there, um, and I, I did send like ten hours ago. I sent out the uh, k- kind of like, hey, it's it's out there. Let's let's check this out together. Email to the to the list of forty five people. So I had thirty people on the product mm. hunt list and fifteen, which just approached me <laughs> elsewhere, and I just collected them in Notion or whatever. Um, so far it's not looking pretty but <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it's a small set of set of people um and i'm not super sure where tiny luck will end up like if i'm going to pursue it any further i don't know if i've mentioned that but i was also on a call with john Hainstock, who was also on the show before and um who, yes John who, yeah he he's actually uh, he was exploring a similar idea kind of like what Kevin Conti also uh, posted in his software ideas newsletter like a sub stack alternative and so he just yeah. like we, we, we jumped on a call like last week and we I think we both left that call with a feeling of huh like big tech companies are catching up it's a heated market this could be really hard to pull off like because the newsletter game is heating up for everybody right now. And I think we both ended the call with a feeling of, hmm, maybe that's not the ideal thing to jump on right now. But at the same time, I'm not really ready to let it go yet because I, you know, like I have those three Mm -hmm. paying customers. I did get approached by a couple of people uh, in private if they like they wanted to start blogging on there. Um, So there are some good signs and um I think like it's, I mean, it's a,
0: it's a hot market though. Right. I mean, like, like you're saying, maybe some big, bigger tech companies might be jumping on it. I don't know. But I mean, I know ConvertKit kind of just made a move in that direction um, with doing, yeah, paid newsletters, kind of an add on to what they're already doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I mean, that's, you know isn't that good though that it's kind of like a new trend that like maybe there's a, a place for you to to make a little spot there. Yeah, I think
1: it's both like it's it's good and bad at the same time. If like it's good if you can catch a bit of that market, but it's bad if, you know, like <laughs> all the big players who've been out there already have like their um their their, their customers and then they just grab more of that market <laughs> and you, you basically mm-hmm. can't compete with them because they have a mature product already and you're kind of like just starting out. There's not everything built out yet and you kind of have to move fast and make it good and make it stand out a little bit. And so it's it's both, I think. Like if, if I can manage to do that and get the word out and, you know, get more people on board, well, then it could work. If I fail to do that, I'm probably more in the same spot of where I am with Playgroup right now and kind of need to figure out how to move it forward. Um, But yeah, I mean, I do have three paying customers still, and um, I'm not ready to let it go just yet. I'll just see it through a little bit more. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah interesting um i mean you did talk about doing like a product hunt launch with it or something like that like i could still i could see that being a good idea just to kind of see what that drums up um get some more feedback and maybe you'll you know you'll have a better idea what the market or, or people think about it maybe after something like that yeah yeah that's definitely
1: on the list um I kind of wanted to reach out to the people because 30 of them were on the early access list on product hunt, right? So I, I I probably should let them in first or like have them check it out first. Um, and then if there are some people on that list who really like it, they'll probably upvote and I'll like have this little bonus if I do the launch on product hunt then. Um, so yeah, I think it just makes sense to do that before. Um, but I think it's a good idea to actually put TinyLog on product and just see how it goes. Um, even though it's not really feature complete yet. Like I kind of wanted to build this pipeline where you can deploy to your own servers. That's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Also custom domains aren't there yet. But I I think I don't want to build them if I decide not to go through with it. Um, so it might be a good idea to have like this clear signal or kind of a clearer signal uh, before building that. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah i mean i didn't really get too much done otherwise (laughs) um kind of the situation here with my old landlord coming up uh (laughs) so i was involved in a lot of other stuff besides being on a computer um Uh that's probably being solved this (laughs) week so (laughs) yeah
0: that's good hopefully hopefully there's not too many uh big issues there
1: yeah they <laughs> i mean they basically making me rip out all the floor in the old apartment which like is not too much fun i guess <laughs> but yeah i mean oh man
0: <laughs> um what about you though uh let's see so so with support man um i had uh another uh trialing customer convert yesterday so that was cool to see um it's interesting with my so my trialing users you know i have a 14-day free trial what seems to happen is they'll get past that and then you know a couple more weeks will go by and they won't say much and then like and then all of a sudden they'll reach out and be like hey (laughs) i want to keep using this (laughs) um which is cool um I'm wondering if I need to like extend my free trial, like maybe just make it a 21 day instead of 14 day or something like that. Um, but I think the other part of why they kind of continue a little bit further is because up to this point, I didn't really have a way to just like block off all the features and make it so that they couldn't keep using uh, support man. Um, basically what I would do is I would just uh, kind of change in the database the channel they were sending support man messages to <laughs> so that they couldn't get like ratings and stuff um but they could still get like individual reports so, so they could still get some of the features sent out yeah, to yeah. like their team and stuff just not to the whole team um and so that was kind of my you know my just quick way of just hey you can't use this <laughs> anymore yeah 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 <laughs> um but this last week i did that was one of the things i did is i i finally went through and based on, you know, if they're in a free trial or if they're on a plan, uh, I make it so they can't use the features. <clears throat> so just making that change might make it so that people upgrade faster because uh, they'll notice. And then along with that, I, I kind of send like a, a Slack message to the support manager and say like, hey, support man's paused. If you want to keep using it, you got to upgrade. And then I, I give them a link um, to upgrade through charge B and pay right there. So I think that will definitely help with making that conversion process faster. So that might be part of it, but I'm still thinking maybe a 21 day trial might make sense. I uh, just to give a little bit more time for them to, to see the value in it possibly. <clears throat>
1: I mean, that's probably worth so, a try and doesn't really cost you much to do that. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. It's not, yeah, not too yeah. much. I'd go for um, it. <laughs> yeah. So I did those kind of two things. Um, and really i'm kind of feeling not that like i'm done with support man but like i'm kind of feeling like this is a good point to kind of cut off my my effort and time towards it um just to kind of let it sit on its own a little bit hopefully it slowly grows somewhat um but i think now like i i've i think basically if i work more and more on it i don't necessarily think i'll get a ton more return on investment possibly um and so yeah i'm starting to think of like working on another micro sass and you know it's kind of the idea i've been thinking about of having a couple different micro sasses getting them to a point where they don't take much of my time like supportman's really not taking much of my time at this point um, but hopefully it you know still brings in um, some profit so that's kind of the plan um, so i think i kind of finished my last stuff or at least my plans at least for my last things for support man and so i'm now kind of starting to think about what I should do next, the next ideas, or uh, things like that. So <clears throat> I guess that kind of brings us to our topic for today. Yeah, I mean... Which I just think is interesting. Um, but yeah, go word ahead. on the street is, you bought a domain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did tweet about that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we can talk about because I think I'll probably, in the next couple of days... Uh, launch a new website on that domain. Ooh. So, hopefully, by the time this podcast comes out, um, <laughs> that will already be out there. So we can talk all about it. Um, <clears throat> so actually, you already kn- kind of know about this idea. Um, so the domain is bootstrapboost.com. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love um, that site so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. This isn't really another microsas. This isn't really another thing. It's just basically another um, little, almost like a little project where kind of the idea is to give back a little bit and just kind of like help out the bootstrapped community. Um, and so I'm putting up a contest where people can apply with what their ideas or the business, what they're working on, and I will then uh, choose. One um, to then work for for 40 hours uh, over four weeks for free. So it's kind of like a I don't know a fun little thing. Help out uh, a bootstrapped business. Um, I guess my thought behind it is just you know it'll be fun to kind of see w- what someone else is doing, <laughs> um, how like another bootstrapper is is doing their business, and then also like help them out in the process and have fun doing that. Um and I think like you know, doing something like this will hopefully um help me kind of figure out more so like what I want to do next. Um kind of like what we're talking about, like new ideas and stuff like that. Um, so can I can, yeah, that's kind can of I apply? <laughs> <laughs> you can apply. Um I don't know if I'll choose you. Oh, more. man <laughs> Oh that hurt <laughs> <laughs> But if you, if you make a really good application, you never know what could happen. (laughs) No, that, that sounds Um, like a fun idea.
1: And you'll probably learn a ton along the way, especially if you land somebody who's further down the road, right?
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, Or, I mean, it could also
1: be the other way around, right? Like somebody who's just getting started and you can kind of like lift them up a little bit and, you know, like talk from your experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that was maybe more so than yeah, what yeah. I was thinking towards because, um, well, I, I, I guess how I came to this idea is, you know, there's all these like, um, like, uh, well, what are they called? Like basically places where, you know, startups can go get funding, um, incubators, I guess you call them, you know, they can get help, they get advisors, they get all this stuff. And, um, I was like, there's not really anything like that for bootstrappers and there's not really, you know, usually you have to have money or you have to have a team or, you know, things that help you go down that road. So I was just like, oh, it'd be kind of cool if there was something like that for bootstrappers that uh, people didn't necessarily have to do anything special necessarily to get the help. yeah i think it'll be fun yep sounds like um it'll it'll also be fun going through lots of different uh, applications and ideas and see what people are up to so
1: yeah i think that should be fun
0: yeah oh that did remind me the other thing i did this last week is i i launched or i i put out a a video of coffee pass uh, the story of coffee pass being acquired um, so that was that was fun making that video. Put a decent amount of time into that. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you if any of you haven't watched that video, you can check it out. Um probably the easiest way. It's on YouTube, but probably the easiest way is to find it in my Twitter feed or or we can put it in the show notes here too. Yep.
1: They I I liked it, man. It was pretty good. I <laughs> liked the idea with the plane and everything.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I you know, in my mind that that part at the end where the plane's kind of like falling down (laughs) and then i i caught it i kind of like in my mind saw that going more like more professionally (laughs) or looking (laughs) looking more professional um but then you know it was like uh well i can't really do much better than this i guess this is what it is i mean it was a lot of
1: (laughs) things but professional was not one. (laughs) it it was funny though (laughs) okay good i liked it it was actually pretty
0: (laughs) i was hoping for at least some kind of positive uh (laughs) feeling or outcome with that (laughs) all right i think it was pretty well done actually (laughs) i really liked it (laughs) cool um okay so yeah getting into this topic um what are yeah what are your thoughts about you know building from scratch or buying a micro SAS? yeah man i'm so biased
1: on that but <laughs> I'm, I'm probably biased because i'm quick to build stuff um so i have yeah. two main thoughts around that i think and it's both kind of like the risks that i see in buying a SaaS. one of them is you might end up buying crap like because <laughs> because <laughs> you don't see the code beforehand uh, and then you're stuck with a hairy ball of uh, glue and you know thin air <laughs> Um, yeah and the other risk is buying something because you see potential but then in the end you might not be able to really improve and scale on what they had built already um yeah but i i think both of those things can be anticipated and overcome like if you I, i i really don't know how to negotiate like selling or buying a small set really works but I can imagine that you could actually like have a look inside the code base of such such a project before you buy or commit to it. Um, so that you're not buying blind basically, right? Because you, you kinda need to know what languages they used and you know like how they <laughs> how they assembled that, like if what technologies they used and everything like that, like you kinda need to know what you're up to, right? Um, because right, if you're buying sure. something and you're not familiar with it, like that's a different deal than when you're trying to build further on the same code base alone um and then at the same time like risk of not being able to improve and scale it i think that's a different ball game entirely like you you need to be uh, kind of familiar with the market you're buying that SaaS in and um like there's so much playing into that basically everything that's also playing into what we're doing like right now like the stages our small SaaS business are at right now um that's pretty complicated. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do you yeah. do you think it's easier to to just buy something that's kind of a little bit further down the road and then just try to scale that?
0: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking about, um, and I guess I guess my thoughts are is really kind of I think kind of the hardest part of building a SaaS is kind of like validating that it's going to you know building that first version that actually is going to work validating that it's in a market that's going to be successful um and like i just feel like it's just getting so crowded nowadays like it's it's it takes a lot of work and effort to get to a SaaS that's going to work um and i think we've we've both seen that like it it takes time it's a lot of effort you know there's the ramp of death or whatever for SaaS that like it takes time to get to that So yeah, it just made me think like, okay, is there another way of just like kind of jumping a little bit of that just to kind of to get, get started? Um, so I think it's interesting. I think there's definitely something there. Uh, but I think probably kind of back to kind of like founder market fit. Like I think it really depends on the founder if this is like a good way to go. Um, almost like are, are, as a founder are you better equipped to kind of like push a business to the next level um and kind of run a business rather than the the starting of like building a business uh validating it getting it started um and i think there's definitely founders and people out there that their their skill set makes them better for the acquiring kind of thing um so i think that's kind of interesting um So I just, I don't know. I was thinking about it a little bit, Um, but I think, is it FOMO? I think I forget the guy who, who bought FOMO. I'm pretty sure that's the road he went. He, Oh yeah. I think Ryan, Ryan Culp. Yeah. Ryan Culp. Yeah. Where Ryan um, tried to start a couple things by himself. I think from scratch, those didn't work out. Eventually he just bought FOMO and then he like turned it into a way bigger business. Um, So, like, that's the kind of idea. Like, I think that's pretty cool if you can do that. Um, Like you're saying, you have to be able – basically, you have to know, like, okay, there's an – I have the ability and there is the ability with this business to turn it into 2X, 3X, what it is currently or whatever. Um, So, I think that is definitely – yeah, that's definitely an important part of it. The other thing um, I'm thinking about is, like, Like maybe this is a good way to get into it, but for, it also seems like maybe it's better for someone that has already done their own SaaS. (laughs) Like um, if you've, if you started a SaaS from scratch, build it up and maybe you sell it yourself, then maybe at that point, this is a better road to kind of get started quicker on the next SaaS or the next business that you do. Because then you'll also have kind of proven to yourself and, and build up the skills and abilities to do a SaaS all on your own, uh, which kind of gives you the confidence to do it again with something that you're buying and putting more into and in, from the start. Um, yeah,
1: that, that makes sense. Um, I kind of want to go back a, one step, like what you just said about FOMO and Ryan. I think I'm almost leaning towards saying that it's probably... Depending on like if you're stronger in marketing or development, I think Ryan comes from like a, a mm. marketing background more, and so it kind of makes like he I think he taught himself to code, right? I, I might be wrong here, but I think he like originally I had so. like a marketing yeah. background and then um, built some stuff on his own, and then also started buying small small different SaaS uh, businesses on the side. Um, but I I kind of like that approach. It's like having small bets, but you're not really building them yourself from from scratch. Um, but what I, what I really think is important here is that he is a marketer, uh, in a way more than, more than a developer. So it kind of makes sense, I think, to, to go that route. And I think with FOMO, especially it was like a Shopify app or something like it, it was on some kind of marketplace. And then I think they just expanded it from there into like the general market of, you know, like people <laughs> selling stuff, um, yeah. So I think I'm kind of leaning towards saying that it makes a lot of sense if you have the marketing chops to go that way. Um, yeah, that's a good thought. Probably easier. Also, because then if you have the marketing chops, it's easier to get that thing from point A where it's already profitable and kind of good to point B where it's even better and you, you just, you're just growing it from that point on to, to something better and bigger. Um,
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense
1: which doesn't mean it it can't work like if you like if you're more developer focused and you've already had one saas and you sold that or whatever you probably know what you're doing as well right um but i also right. think it could work like in our shoes right now if we bought something and we can see uh, it has traction or we have some ideas around it that we can scale that up i i think that could work as well it's probably a little bit riskier in a way because we haven't like scaled anything up to let's say 1000 users um yeah hmm but i think it's interesting like i would not say that i would never do it like i would never buy one if i'm also not sure like if you buy a SAS in one of those early stages how much you actually have to pay for that it's probably less than like what you make after 10 years of running that right <laughs> yeah
0: i mean i think it, I mean, it depends but i think the typical way it goes is it's like 3x or 3X to 5X, the revenue, um, the the annual revenue. So, you know, if, if, a, if a SaaS is making 50K a year, then maybe you're paying like 150, 200K for it, something like that. Um, but, you know, it obviously depends for each business a little bit where it goes in that range. But I think that's kind of... Yeah, what it would look like. So, you know, for a SaaS that's really kind of set up and making a good amount of money, like you would, yeah, you'd have to have a good amount of capital, <laughs> to yeah, to be yeah. able to buy that. <laughs> which,
1: yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I think what becomes more clear for me right now is that it's basically just shifting the the risk away from <laughs> from you know, like you have to validate it, and you don't know if it's going to work, you still have that in a way, right? Like you. <laughs> your risk then is right
0: you kind of have to you got to be able to make it bigger yeah uh, i guess
1: yeah and you're risking the money uh, <laughs> which you you're not really risking the money if you're bootstrapping like we do and you're just starting it from zero um so that's a big factor i guess would you um would you be afraid of buying something that's just complete crap from a <laughs> from a code perspective <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that would be my main, one of the main fears, I think, because, you know, that's one of the reasons I want to build my own stuff is because I get to write my own code and, in the way that I that I think is a good way to write code. And, you know, that's, I think that's one of the the more non-fun things of like working on a team, like for a company, like my day job where, you know, I don't really have as much say in, in some of that, those things you know, I'm working on code that's six years old and just, <laughs> uh, it, there's definitely parts where it's it's just kind of nasty. So if that's what you're buying, it's like, well, I didn't want to sign up for that. Like I was trying to get away from that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do really like what you're saying, how maybe this is more so for, you know, a marker or something like that. And it makes me think like, I so I have this whole plan for like, it probably is not going to happen, but like for my, I guess my dream, like of what I would want to do for my career. um, And and I think a lot of people have this, um, but kind of what my plan is, is I see myself, obviously I'm a software developer. I want to continue doing that for a little while. And, you know, I want to start my own businesses. Um, Hopefully one of those do somewhat well. And, but basically kind of my, like career arc that I see is being a software developer, kind of doing everything by myself for a while. And then eventually transitioning more into like the manager kind of phase or role where I'm more so just managing other people that are doing the the businesses or doing the software work and the marketing and stuff like that. Um, And then almost kind of continually going down that road where eventually more towards the end of the career, it's like, I'm not really a manager anymore either i'm more just like moving money around <laughs> and 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 like having other people manage my SaaS businesses or whatever um so yeah who knows if that will actually happen so um, you're the but you're you the know, pablo
1: escobar of of bootstrappers <laughs> uh but yeah just that's kind of the money that i see <laughs> um
0: but yeah, th- that's what I'm in my mind. So like, if I think of that, you know, buying sasses and, um, and kind of managing a team to build it and, and make it better and stuff like that, like that would probably fit later down the road for me, at least. Um, like, I think in some ways that's like skipping. It's almost like trying to take a shortcut in a way a little bit where it's like, Oh, I couldn't figure this out on my own. So I'm just going to get a head start by buying someone else's SaaS or something <laughs> like, and it almost seems, seems like it's cheating a little bit. Like I, I want to be able to like build up my own thing to start. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, I guess kind of how I'm thinking about it. But I guess like if you bought a really small SaaS, like, you know, something's not too expensive. Um, just, and, um, it, it's kind of, in some ways it could almost be Kind of part of the stair step approach because if the SaaS that you bought allowed you to work full time on your own businesses and you were able to kind of like automate some of that SaaS so that, you know, it's still making money, but it's not taking all your time, it could then allow you to then basically start your own SaaS businesses. It's like maybe a move like that could make a little more sense and that could be kind of interesting. Um, But yeah. Hmm. Um yeah I don't know yeah what you think about my <laughs> my uh my my uh, career plan here. <laughs> I I think it's like the last step of the stair step
1: approach where you basically you don't really run the SAS anymore. You you basically run multiple SAS businesses at once and you just hire a CEO for each of them and you just you know like just sipping margaritas at the beach. <laughs> um <laughs> And I I don't know like it's I don't I don't think it's cheating I think it's just throwing money at the problem right you're just buying the SaaS at an, at another stage but you have those those up like you have that upfront cost of you know like you just have to buy it and then you're in it with a lot of risk and you're kind of shipping yeah. around that with just building it from scratch so it's it's just a different way of going to this like getting to the same stage and there is no guarantee if you buy one that you like you can still like you can, worst case scenario you buy one and then you just uh, you just crash right you just mess it up and it fails um
0: Ooh, yeah, that'd be that bad. could also
1: happen um but i i kind of like the like I, th- I think somebody is out there I, I don't remember the name but i think there's a guy who's actually doing that like he's building or buying multiple um software business and then just uh, just putting other people in charge of them in a way so that that sounded kind of like what you what you described right
0: yeah i mean i think there's multiple people doing that nowadays um there's a show by nathan Latka. we can put this in the show links um it's a youtube show that he does live every thursday every week um and i forget what he actually calls it, but it's basically like Shark Tank for SaaS. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen anything <laughs> on this. I I, I know um, Shark
1: Tank, but I don't know the SaaS version of it.
0: <laughs> I mean, basically, it's the same idea. There's like four in, investors that are coming on or buyers that are coming on. Nathan brings on a founder and... It's a, It's always a SaaS, and basically they show the business, they show all the the numbers, the metrics, and then they see if any of them want to buy it right there, live on on the on the spot. Um, <laughs> it's it's a pretty good show because I, I think it just gives you some light into this process and just into like what like SaaS businesses that are kind of further down the road look like and and kind of you know how long it took them the, the founder to get there and then you know they're trying to sell it. Uh, so it's really interesting to kind of see some of the internals of these SaaS businesses. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say definitely check that out, uh, especially if you're interested in this kind of idea, because that's kind of what, you know what those people are doing. Um, but yeah, most of those and those people buying and investors and stuff are people that have kind of done it themselves. You know, they've already had a successful SaaS, and then now they just buy other people's SaaSes and then kind of like have a team that goes and uh, keeps them going and tries to grow them and. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting, interesting uh, career that those people have. It's, it's a funny
1: idea, I think. Like, I don't know if I would actually enjoy that or if I, you know, like if I am had enough money to buy multiple SaaS business, I'd probably just invest it somewhere else. But <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, could be easier than that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, do you think, I'm curious about you. Do you think that you would ever want to like... I mean, I guess, do you foresee yourself just having kind of, like, your own business and just solo, like, working on it for the rest of your career? Or do you think you would eventually want to, like, get other people involved, have some teammates, manage people, things like that? Yeah, I I've,
1: I, think, uh, I, I've, I don't think I've changed my opinion on that over the last couple of months or years. Um, so I try to be a solo person as long as possible, but I would still consider hiring or like, I would probably first bring people on like on a contract basis. And then if like, okay. if it really takes off, uh, I probably go and hire people. Like, I have no idea how to do that. I mean, I've <laughs> I've selected and kind of hired people on my day job before. And I've like managed developers before. So I'm not afraid of doing it. It's just not like... The fun part, right <laughs> um, right but if ever like if it gets to the point where you kind of have to do it because you're just miserable and you're not you know like getting all the work done that you need to get done, then it's time to hire I guess so i'd not i I wouldn't say no to that
0: yeah, yeah, I guess we did talk about that a few episodes ago um, yeah interesting interesting concept I think uh, I'd be interested to hear what some of the other, some of our listeners think about this, like, like if you would buy or build or whatever. I think, I don't know. I, th- I think the, the one thing that makes it kind of make sense in some ways is finding a market and finding an idea that works takes some time. And there's some very specific skills to do that. Obviously, I think we both like want to have those skills. Um, but like, you know, just kind of getting started with something that is working or you know has some revenue like i don't know it could kind of make sense i guess um i think it would just really have to depend on timing like where you're at with your career if like you're ready to do something like that obviously maybe have to have like some some money to be able to go towards that i guess that's another thing is like i wonder like are what how are people buying these things i'm guessing they're not buying them usually straight like with their own money straight out like they're probably have some like equity investors or maybe there's a way to like get loans or something like that i don't know um but i but i bet i bet that uh they're they're getting the money from somewhere so it's not all just coming from straight from themselves i would guess yeah it's
1: probably first of all spread out over a couple years even if it's a small acquisition or buying but i'd also be interested in like how other people further down the road see that and like why ruben gamas for example like he started building from scratch again right like he could have bought something i guess maybe he did buy some other stuff um
0: yeah he did say that he he bought like a little sass and he said it was just like for fun yeah just testing the <laughs> um, waters i guess
1: <laughs> yeah but then he decided to like build from scratch again with a second product right and that's like i mean he made the cons- conscious decision not to buy probably for a reason I'd i'd be interested to hear why we should ask him that <laughs> and also like people in the trenches who are like making good money right now like what they think if they could imagine like if they ever sell would they like consider buying another one or would they <laughs> not do
0: that i don't yeah, know Yeah, we might have to have someone uh, a guest on the the podcast that has either done one of these things or is in the process of it that i think that would be an interesting conversation yeah, yeah
1: we'll dig somebody up like we'll f- find somebody in drag him on the show
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh do you have any other thoughts i think it's a wrap that's a wrap thanks for listening and uh we'll put some of those links of things that we mentioned in the show notes and uh, otherwise we'll talk to you in another episode see you next week bye